um, and so that's why I want us to look at uh, this series just over the next couple weeks, two to three weeks, that we're looking at the prayers of Jesus. How did Jesus pray? Why did Jesus pray? I mean, I mean, who's he praying to, right? I mean, he's God, right? So is he praying to himself? Is he talking to himself? I mean, I, you just kind of ask these questions. And it's like, I, I don't know. Who is Jesus praying to? Well, we, we do know this, that, that Jesus did pray. And I'm going to pray because Jesus prayed, and he modeled prayer for us and told us that we should pray this way. So how did Jesus pray? And, and, and what did Jesus pray? And who did Jesus pray for? And what did he pray uh, what prayers did he pray for those people? And, and so that's kind of what I want us to look at. Um, Jesus did pray. Jesus prayed. Uh, he was just like a, a regular, uh, normal Jewish man. He would have prayed in the synagogue. He would have prayed three times a day, probably even more than that. Uh, he probably had private prayers that he prayed, but he would have prayed at least three times a day. So if you look at, at Jesus' life, Jesus' life exhibited prayer, and he modeled prayer, and he modeled that prayer prayer uh, life for us and he was intentional about that and and that's kind of what I want us to look at is that Jesus was intentional so let's go to um, Matthew chapter 11 let's begin in verse 25 Matthew chapter 11 beginning in verse 25 and it says at that time Jesus declared I thank you father lord of heaven and earth that you have hidden these things from the wise and understanding and revealed them to little children right so who's he calling little children here yes father for such was your gracious will all things have been handed over to me by my father and no one knows the son except the father and no one knows the father except the son and anyone to whom the son chooses to reveal him so I can't know the Father unless the Son chooses to reveal him to me. But that is God's will for us to know him. Uh, it is God's will for us to, to know him in a saving way. We see that in John three sixteen, For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten Son, that whosoever believes in him should not perish but have everlasting life. We know that. We can quote that. We go on and we, we see in verse 28, and he, Jesus continued on. He says, come to me. All who labor and are heavy laden, and I will give you rest. Anybody, you've been worn out? You felt you felt uh, a heavy load? You know, maybe maybe you, you kind of, uh, man, you feel that. It just, that one hits different for you. Come to me, all you who labor and are heavy laden, and I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you and learn from me, for I am gentle and lowly in heart, and you will find rest for your souls. For your yoke, for my yoke is easy and my burden is light. And so when we begin to look at this, when we begin to look at Jesus, what Jesus modeled, Jesus was intentional about his prayers. Jesus was intentional about praying just at all, and Jesus was intentional about how he prayed. Jesus was intentional about who he prayed for. And so Jesus, if you if you can believe this, Jesus prayed for you. Jesus prayed for you and I. He prayed that, that we would um, have the same type of intention. Jesus prayed with intent for our deliberateness. What does that mean? Jesus was intentional about praying for our intentionality. What does that mean? He wanted us to be intentional about prayer. Jesus wants us to be deliberate about prayer and not just accidental. Now, we have a lot of accidental prayers out there, right? 
We didn't mean to pray, but it's like something happens. Oh, God, please help. Oh, Lord, don't let this happen, right? Anybody? You been there? Yeah. We've seen ourselves on the video, and we've been those accidental prayers where maybe we didn't have the intent of praying, right, but we had that reaction of praying. Oh, God, where you at? Oh, God, I need you right now. Oh, God, what did I just do? Please get me out of this mess. I, played, I have prayed plenty of those prayers myself. But what we see with Jesus is that Jesus was intentional about his prayer life. And Jesus was intentional about what he prayed and who he prayed for and how he prayed for these people and how he prayed for us. When I say these people, I'm talking about us. See, our, our relationship with God must be a conscious choice. It can't just be something that we say, well, I, you know, I've just kind of always been here. Our relationship with God has to be a conscious choice. It has to be something that we're intentional about. When um, I started dating Raina, or before I started dating Raina, I, I knew that she was, she was pretty. Uh, I, could, I could see her beauty. And then um, just when I talked to her in that parking lot that first time, I knew that I wanted to have another conversation with her, right? And I did not just wait for things to happen. I, I actually I had to begin to pursue things with her. Uh, I had to, hey, you want to go out? You, you want to hang out? You want to do that? And you know what? She did that to me, too. She thought I was such a cool guy. She actually she asked me out as well. And, uh, yeah, I know that's hard to believe, right? But we had intentions of trying to deepen that relationship. We just didn't say, well, just staring at the phone. Maybe it'll ring. Maybe they'll call, you know. No, we actually uh, were in pursuit of each other. And hopefully we're still in pursuit of each other. That's what a relationship is about, right? That we're still pursuing one another in relationship. And so Jesus said that. He says, he says listen, he says, what I am modeling here, he's like, I am modeling that there's got to be intention on your part. Jesus prayed with intent for our deliberateness. Our relationship with God must be a conscious choice. See, it has to occupy part of our life in an intentional way. That's, that's really what it has to do. We have to be intentional about our prayer life. We have to be intentional about, okay, God, I, I, I'm talking to you. And I know sometimes we say, well, I don't want to always get on my knees and pray. You don't always have to get on your knees and pray. Now, last night uh, when I was in my office, I felt, you know what, I need to get on my knees and pray. And, and I, I turned around in my desk chair, and I was, I was praying before that, but I just felt, you know what, I need to change my posture. And, and so I felt that I needed to get down on my knees and pray. But there have been plenty of times I felt like, you know what, I need to go take a walk. I need to take a walk, and I need to go walk outside, and I need to pray. There have been plenty of times where I have gotten in my car, gotten in my truck, and I have just prayed going down the road. Now, I do not uh, recommend closing your eyes while you're driving. Um, that, is, that is not good um, for your prayer life. It is not good for just your life, period, or anybody else's life. Uh, you can't pray with your eyes open. And so God invites us to this type of intentional prayer. Jesus invites us and wants to model uh, before us, and we see this, this type of intentional prayer. Intention is an invitation to authenticity. Intention is an invitation, is an invitation to authenticity. That is us saying, um, you know what, I am going to um, make this a choice. I am going to do this on purpose, right? I'm not just going to pray accidental prayers. I am going to pray on purpose, and I'm going to be intentional about it. 
And it might be that you get on your knees. It might be that you take a walk. It might be that you take a drive. But your intention is to communicate and to talk to God. Your intention is to even more than that. Prayer is more than just communication. Prayer is that connection. Prayer is a connection for us. And so um, when we think about that, we have to make that connection with God. I remember um, about a year ago, maybe maybe two years ago, we, we bought this house uh, just down the road in, in, a, in a neighborhood close by, and we moved, moved into this house, and we started buying stuff for the house, and I bought these landscaping lights uh, for our house, and I kind of stuck them in the ground, and I, I thought, you know what, these are solar lights, or they're going to just, you know, once they get sun, they're going to come on, and so I stuck them out there, and um, I went out uh, that night, and nothing had happened. I was like, Okay, maybe they need more more time, and so I, I let it go a full day. It was like I went for like two or three days, and these these dumb lights they weren't coming on, and I was like, "What is going on?" I you know the, there's plenty of sun, and I just I said I bought some duds. These lights don't work. These are these these things don't work, and so I was getting ready just to chunk them. And say so I'm I'm done with landscaping lights. That's a that's a scam. Landscaping lights are a scam. And then I realized when I picked one of them up, there was this little green tag hanging out of it, and it said "Pull me." And I was like, "Huh." So I pulled it, and I stuck it back in the ground. You know what? The lights came on later that night. Because I had to pull that tab out so there could be a connection with the power source to the light source. So, you know, so, so this, this thing of being able to make that connection, sometimes there's nothing wrong with God. We say, well, God, you're just not there, you know, or, or God, prayer doesn't work. Sometimes it's our connection. We've been accidental about our prayer life. We just pray reactionary prayers. But God is saying, and what Jesus is modeling, he said, you need to be intentional. You need to be intentional about this. And so when he says Father, he is, he is calling a relationship. Uh, relationship requires intention. And he says something here. And he, he calls us babies. Here He calls us little children. He said, um, basically he said, Father, um, Lord of heaven and earth, uh, I, I thank you that you have hidden these things from the wise and the understanding, the, the people who have it all together, the people who, you know, uh, think they're the in crowd. You know, you've hidden the really deep things of God from those people because they're not intentional about having a relationship with you, but you've revealed them to who? The little children. And who are the little children? The little children are the ones who... Um, have to work with intention to learn. That is a Hebrew word called yalad. Yalad is, it's actually not Hebrew, it's, it's Aramaic. Uh, this Aramaic term yalad is, uh, it really means little children or babies. And if you think about a baby, what does a baby do? If you give a baby a ball, now we've, we did this with our boys, you know, and we, we wanted to teach them how to throw a ball, you know, football, baseball, all these things. They broke my heart not playing baseball, so I guess I didn't do a really good job. But for a baby, if you want to teach them what a ball is, you can tell them, you can hold the ball up and say, this is a ball. And they're going to look at you and, you know, goo goo gaga. You know, they're just, they're not going to understand. But what you're going to have to do is take that ball and you're going to have to give it to them. Right? And what are they going to do? They're going to touch it. They're, they're going to look at it. They're going to throw it you know they're going to uh probably put it in their mouth 
right? That's what babies do. And the reason that um, Jesus prayed this prayer like this and called us this, the, the Yalad, because we have to experience that way too. We have to touch it. We have to taste it. We have to see it. We have to look at it. We have to be intentional about experiencing it. And that's what Jesus says. He says, thank you, Father, that you've hidden these things from the people who really are not intentional about it. But, God, those who have intention of experiencing you in a very real and tangible way, God, you reveal yourself to them. And I love that. I love that idea. I love that picture. And so it shows that there is intention. Intention is an invitation to authenticity. Jesus invites us to be real. Intention is, is, is an invitation to authenticity. Jesus invites us to be real. Jesus invites us to be engaged, right? He invites us to experience him. He invites us to experience the Father. Authenticity, so intention is the invitation to authenticity, but authenticity allows for intimacy. Authenticity Allows for intimacy. So we have to be intentional. And if we're intentional, that's going to allow for us to have intimacy with the Father. That's going to allow for us to have intimacy with God. Now, now that word intimacy, you may not like that word. You may, you may say, well, that word, that, that word may bring up connotations in your mind. It's like, ah, I just don't like that. Well, maybe you need another word. Maybe you need the word proximity. When we're authentic with the Father, it allows for us to have closeness. That allows for us to have proximity. But just because you have proximity with someone doesn't mean that you really know them, right? Anybody ever rode the subway? Right? Just because I'm, I'm shoulder to shoulder with some dude that's kind of breathing down my neck and we're, that we're in proximity with one another, it does not mean that there's a closeness between us other than just physical closeness. It actually probably means the opposite, that I want to be uh, distanced from this person. I want to get away from this person. But you know those people that are in your life that you have real proximity to and a real closeness that's more than just a physical closeness. It's, it's those people that you probably share your home with. You think about the closeness that you have with your spouse. You think about the closeness that you have with your children. You know, I always have wondered about why did God take Joshua and wrestle with Joshua? You remember the story about Joshua and God wrestled with Joshua and put his hip out of joint, you know? And, and, it's, and I always wonder, so why did God wrestle with him? But I, I came, came to this conclusion. It hit me one day. It's like, why do I wrestle with my kids? It's not because I want to hurt them. It's because I want to be close to them. When my boys were little and they would come jump on me and they were flying off the, the top of the couch and they're, oh, dad, let's wrestle, you know. I wasn't scared. I wasn't upset. I wasn't mad. You know what? I got a big old smile on my face. I said, all right, boys, bring it on. Let's do this, right? Because I enjoyed being close to my sons. I enjoyed proximity with them. I enjoyed closeness. I enjoyed that relationship. There is a familiarness there. So intimacy means these things. It means there's proximity, means there's closeness, means they're familiar. When you come home, when you've been out all day, and maybe you've been at places. I traveled last week, week before last, um, to San Antonio, Texas. I don't really know uh, some of these places that I've been, and they're unfamiliar, right? And, you know, I've made my way around and had, had a good time. But you know what I really loved? I love coming home and walking through my front door because that's where my people are at, right? 
That's where my, my home is at. It's familiar. The people that I know, I look at them, I know them. They know me. They, they know me very well. You know, they know the good, the bad, and the ugly, right? They see me with my hair sticking out like that first thing in the morning, and they still love me sometimes. Um, you know, there's a proximity, a closeness, a familiarness. There's confidants. There are confidants, and there's confidence. That's what we have when we talk about intimacy, that people can um, be confidants, and we can have confidence in them. And that's what God invites us to when we pray. He invites us to the type of intimacy that says, I want to be your confidant, and you can have confidence in me. It's the kind of relationship that doesn't need words, which is interesting when it comes to prayer, right? You ever thought about that? Sometimes we think that we have to make these big prayers. Oh, this, thou hast God, you know, and you got to get all King James on it. And, and I've prayed around people like that, and I have moved after being around people. I was like, I can't, I can't even hear myself pray, God, you know. But if you know what it's like to be in a relationship with, some, with someone where words aren't necessary, that's what the Father invites us to. And he's, it's not saying that, you know what, I don't want you to pray, but, it, but he's saying, I know your heart, and I want you to know mine. And there's an intention about seeking God and knowing, God, I want to know you even better today than I did yesterday. God, I want to know that closeness. And so how much of our walk looks like that? See, prayer like this and intimacy like this is more of a covenant than a contract. I want to ask Pastor Trent, you can come play. I'm about to wrap up. See, prayer, it's more, than a, it's more a covenant than a contract. And, and the great thing about this is that, that covenant is a lot better than contract. Contract is this. If we live your relationship with God as contractual, it's you, you're, you're saying, hey, God, I'll do this if you'll do this. God, I'll do this. And we do this all the time. We make, we make deals with God, right? God, I will do this with my life if you will do this for me. That's a contract. We know what contracts are. Contracts are built on distrust. Because we're looking at the other person thinking, yeah, you're probably going to try to get out of this. Covenant, though, is different. Covenant is built on confidence. Covenant says, even if you don't, I'm still going to. Don't you want a relationship like that? Don't you want a relationship like that? That that it's not contractual. If you do this, or if you don't do this, I'm gone. You're gone. We're done. God invites us to so much better. He invites us to come. He says, even if you don't, I'm still gonna love you. Even when you're unfaithful. I'm still going to be faithful. Even when you walked away from me, I've not walked out on you. Somebody needs to hear that today. You felt like God has walked out on you, and really, He hasn't walked out on you. He's inviting you to a relationship, to a kind of life where we're intentional about just, God, I'm making decisions today, and I've got you in mind. And even if I don't use words today, God, you're on my mind. You're on my heart, and I am, I am very much aware, God, of just where I'm at and what's going on, and I, I want to be aware of you today. God, I invite that kind of awareness into my life. 
I invite that kind of awareness into my decisions. I invite that kind of awareness into my relationships. Contractual lives are not intimate lives. He invites us to know that. So today, this is what I want you to I want you to stand with me. bow your head right now. Just, I just want you to close your eyes and bow your head. See, Jesus is giving you an invitation right now. Every one of you in here. Some of you have accepted the invitation. Some of you have accepted His invitations. God's not walked out on you. He's not walked away from you. And you need to know that. He wants you to know that. And He wants you to know that the relationship that he invites you into is intentional and it's intimate. And sometimes words aren't even necessary. Sometimes it's just knowing and being aware, God, you are here. You care about me and you love me. So maybe that's it right now. Maybe that's it right now that it's just God is breaking through those hard spots and those hard places in your life. And he's just letting you know, whether you believe it or not, I'm here and I love you. And I invite you to a relationship with me. So, Lord, we bow our head right now. Some of us have been walking with you and we're aware of you in our life. We're intentional about speaking. We're intentional about, Lord, just the decisions we make and having an awareness of you when we make those decisions. Some of us have been reactionary. The only time that we pray is when we're in trouble and we use you like a triple-A card. Lord, we don't want to do that anymore. Lord, you invite us into so much better. You invite us into so much deeper relationship. So this morning we accept that invitation. Maybe for the first time, maybe for the 100th time, maybe a thousand times over, God, I accept your invitation to relationship. I accept your invitation to an intentional relationship and an intimate relationship where you know me, where you can be my confidant, and I can have confidence in you. For I know that you hear me. Even when I pray prayers and it seems like they go unanswered, Lord, prayer is more than me just putting a coin in the slot machine and getting something back. God, prayer changes me. First and foremost, God, you want prayer to change me and draw me close and bring me into proximity with who you are. You want prayer to bring me into your orbit. So, Lord, that's what we do. We accept that invitation to come close. We accept your invitation to become familiar with you, your heart, your love for us. In Jesus' name, amen. Can we sing this together? Can you lead us in this?